What up, what up, what up? Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. Tay, Tay, Tay. He started recording in the middle of my beatboxing. Yeah, because I don't know what the heck you're doing. Like, I was beatboxing. And then oh. I stopped. What is going on, everyone? Another great and wonderful Tuesday. Um, man, we have uh, we have some things to get into. Uh, a lot of a lot of different things. We're gonna start off with some of the obvious uh, in the beginning of this podcast. But before we get into this, if you are a returning listener, yo, what's going on? Welcome back. If you're a new listener, hey. How are you doing? Shake my hand. I'll shake your hand. Oh, don't worry. No, I don't have don't, corona. We don't do that now. No, uh, nah, we don't nah, do that during corona. It's fine. I don't have corona. It's fine. But we, we don't do that right now. <laughs> oh, my bad. Man, I can't stand you. <laughs> also, disclaimer, we are recording this the Friday before this goes live. So that's what we're going to talk about is the knowledge that we have right now because things may change by the time this goes live as it usually does sure so so if the stimulus package ends up getting passed and we all get or you know a little over a thousand dollars again yippee all that stuff we won't know that if it happens monday but uh yeah outside of that we're gonna talk about what we do know and i don't think i did the intro you didn't i was waiting for you to do it when you were doing your hey what's up like all that but then you you just did it well you cut me off that's why Nah, you stopped talking once again guys i'm the greatest what so who oh that was that was my intro since when i thought we were doing something different all right so i'm with the mediocre it's a dog here Uh, wow she's just looking she's looking from the other room she's like i'm just gonna pretend i didn't hear that uh what's going on everyone i'm shdell coast the page of the simpsons i'm joined by my lovely wife yeah lovely don't forget it lauren (laughs) (laughs) all right Mm -hmm. all right let's get into this uh this this, (sighs) uh, i don't even know what you want to call it this debacle okay we're starting with some political stuff so if you don't want to hear it, fast forward. Or just um, chill. <laughs> just don't fast forward. Like, damn. I mean, I feel like some people... <laughs> it's been a lot lately. It's been a lot recently. And yeah. yeah. So we're starting with that disclaimer. But then we are going into several s- bits of celebrity news. So stay tuned. Okay. So I want to talk about Trump and Joe Biden and the debate that happened Tuesday night. Now this... I'm still exhausted. Was not a debate at all there was no respect given to at least one of the candidates i mean overall yes but i think just overall it was a whole mess i don't really believe that but that's just my take on it (laughs) what can you do when you're dealing with the bully well yeah but uh yeah so joe biden and trump they had their debate and Everyone kind of figured Trump would be aggressive, but he was just like overly, just always like over, over talking him. And I learned from, if you guys are familiar, Philip DeFranco, that it's called Gish Gallup. Yeah, uh, I, did. I didn't know that was a thing either. When someone like is, is like, it's trying to say anything and everything to you to like overwhelm you, um, whether it's lies or whatever the case is. Yeah, um, I didn't know that was an actual strategy. And at first, I'm I sure it was I, just him being him. I feel like what happened, Trump. Trump's plan and his, his, like, everything the Republicans said about Joe Biden, it failed on them. Mm-hmm. Because they set Joe Biden up to be like, you know, this guy is Sleepy Joe. This guy, like, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's old, all that stuff. When him and Trump are pretty much the same age. <laughs> doesn't make sense to me. But uh, right. they, they set, they already set the bar low for him. Mm-hmm. So I went in like, man, if Joe can just freaking like, hang on in there and hopefully it works out. Right. So... To my eyes, I get everyone's like, man, it sucked and everything, but Joe Biden was at least trying to respond to the questions where Trump was just not. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And what bothered me, and I, what everyone is talking about, is that one thing when um Chris Wallace was like, um, would you condemn white supremacy? Hmm. Just, just yeah, that's simple, like the main part people are. Referencing. Yes or no? Because it shows, it shows who you stand. Like, dog, everyone's constantly calling you a racist, and here you are, a chance to say you're not a racist. And I get it. Trump has said this in other like 
uh, like White House interviews and stuff like that. I don't believe the man. Like you can say one thing and do another. Like I, I do it on this major st- like stand where everyone is watching you. Um, yeah. I just find it interesting that he claims he was like, oh, I don't know, Proud Boys. I just I just said that just to say like he made it seem like he didn't know intentionally what he was saying. And I'm like, OK, I've so I will admit before this, I didn't know that was a thing. I had never heard of the Proud Boys. Uh, so I'm sure a lot of people have. it, Right. So for me, it kind of went over my head. Um, and then when everyone was talking about it, I'm like, oh, OK, so you had to know about them because. I have never heard about them in my life, and so therefore that would never be a phrase I would say because you genuinely don't know. So, yeah, like um, who are you trying to convince? Yeah, and in, in the transcript they said that Joe Biden said "Proud Boys" when he was like, "Who do you want me to say it?" When Tr- when Trump was asking, but whenever you play the video, because there's so much talking, I, I couldn't catch Joe Biden saying that, so I don't know I if don't he actually think- said it or not. Uh, or if Trump just like called out some random name that he he, he knew was a crazy group. Um, but it's like everybody has been proving how easy it is to say I denounce white pr- supremacy. Yo, and That's I love how to say. the Fox News people are getting on him. Mitch McConnell, the Republicans, everybody. like everyone's yeah. like he should have said it. Every side, yeah. And I get it. If you're a Trump supporter, cool, whatever. You're on your. You're not going to switch. Whatever. Even the Trump supporters were ashamed of his performance. Eh. Not, there's I, there's several I've heard of yeah, that they, they want him to beat up on Trump, on Joe Biden. I'm not talking about that part. Like I'm talking about this like specific like race thing here. Okay. I mean, a lot of them were saying, you know, they try to cover their tracks and be like, oh yeah, that was wrong, but I don't know. Yeah, but they still support him. Point is, I'm really getting to the point where I'm not I'm not a person that will just straight up cancel my friends because you rock with Trump. That's whatever. Right. right. But. When you have a simple question like that, it makes me think that our values really don't align mm-hmm. and that you see it's it's cool for the president to support racism when that's not that's not how America works. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, it just uh, yeah, I really it it's really making me draw a line and I feel like I'm going to be not messing with people if this is how we go into 2021 if Trump is elected. Like I I can see me not hanging out with certain friends. I just overall it was exhausting to watch and I know that everybody feels that way but when you have had experience like personal experience with a narcissist in your life it felt literally like PTSD like watching it um so it just felt I think a little worse (laughs) than the average person because you see this guy and you know that something's not right you know Mm -hmm. you know that um he's just a terrible person for you know like bringing up biden's sons uh, you know and one who has addiction issues and one who's passed and all this different stuff and you just know this person is evil pretty much (laughs) is the word um but he's also he is like the narcissist like he's in he encapsulates it so um yeah it's just when you can see it from that view it's just uh expected i guess like you expect these kind of things from somebody like that um but it still makes it hard to watch obviously Uh um and i don't know i guess there was part of me that didn't think he'd go as hard as he did i didn't think he would interrupt literally the entire time (laughs) like i i mean it was what i mean and also i did not think he would have issues with the moderator as much as he did like you 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 saw he was actually like he was coming for him too and he and like no (laughs) this is not on the moderator they're just here to to you know make sure you're not doing that yeah, and he was, Chris Wallace was like, he didn't, originally he didn't plan on like, you know, just doing his job. He didn't plan on interrupting well, or right. being, like all that stuff. Like it was just, he it, he thought it would be as simple and smooth as a, as a kid. <laughs> and yeah, it wasn't. Um, yeah. He's like, you know, because he's a professional. I guess he's been doing this for a long time. I'm not sure. He, yeah. You know, he's old. So you see that he's been, <laughs> nice. he's been nice doing face. this. He's, he's, he's done a lot of precedents in his time. 
Um, but yeah, this was a first for him, and I'm like, that says something. I literally, so I, I gotta go find it on my and Twitter. You said how Trump would be like behind him or whatever, or no? You said no. for the ones so with the mic. The ones, okay. So the ones co- going forward, which we obviously don't know when or how those are gonna happen now. But what? If they will. Well, right. If there are future debates with the two of them. Uh, I've heard, you know, they are thinking about the whole, like, turning the mic off after, like, it's your turn and, like, stuff like that. First of all, I don't even know, because the the campaigns have to agree to all those rules. I don't know if it Trump's would, honestly. Like for it, um, but if they do get that far, I'm waiting for the mic to be off and Trump to do, like, what he did with Hillary Clinton when he, like, went behind her and was, like, mocking her, like, literally in her space and I feel like he would just go and do that because he's that way. He's already done it. I think it. he would just do it because he did it to Hillary because she's right. a woman. I well, don't think he would do that to Joe. Uh, I don't think he would I, do it. Well, no. If he's not being heard and he want, he's that convinced he has to interrupt in that moment, I'm not... I don't not, think you understand. Like, he would do that. Like, I... Okay, we... For those that understand, we understand Trump's a narcissist, but... In my opinion, narcissists know what they can and can't do with certain people and know how to push their buttons and all that stuff. I really don't think that he would do that to Joe Biden. I don't know. Knowing how Trump is. I don't know. I would think he would continue to do the yelling and stuff like that. And, you know, you'd hear it through Joe Biden's mic. But I do not think he would he would get in his personal space as he would because he wouldn't feel as comfortable as he did with Hillary being. Yeah, but I don't know. See, that's the thing is they. Yes, there's patterns, but they could also kind of switch up every now and then. I don't think like, so. and I'll put I'll put fifty dollars on that. <sighs> I don't know, but then I so I had put on my Twitter after this debate happened. I said, "How the hell could anyone support Trump after this debate? He's the most rude, disrespectful, unprofessional, childish president there ever was, and made this debate an absolute shit show. You know, it's bad when you fluster the moderator that much." And I'm like, for real though. In the history of debates and presidents, there's never been anything like this. Mm-hmm. We know he's unprofessional. We know he can't speak well. We know, you know, he comes for everybody. You know, calling Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas and like all this different stuff. But I mean, I just, oh, I just can't. I can't. How? I just can't. So like then people are coming for Biden and saying, oh, well, he did this and he did that. So people then came for Biden and said, well, he called him a clown and he said, will you shut up and all this different. That's that I'm sorry. He, I think, said three times he broke. I think he said the clown twice and shut up once. And I think that was it. In an hour and a half, I challenge everybody to actually be in a room for an hour and a half with a narcissist constantly berating you going at you getting all of your insecurities and using them against you and just tearing you down and interrupting any kind of logical intellectual thought i challenge you to not break Mm. once in some way and it, it won't necessarily be clown or whatever but i'm telling you from experience this is not an easy thing to be around Mm -hmm. it will manipulate you it will tear you down because that's what they know how to do because they know your weaknesses and your insecurities and they use them against you Mm -hmm. so the fact that he broke only three times i think is pretty good also he didn't like stay on it which was a good thing he just like said something and moved on um he also uh I honestly, he could have said much worse. He also did not come for him nearly as hard as a lot of parents would have at the comments he was saying about his sons. I mean, that took real restraint because you could tell he was really upset about that because that's just that's a dig that that's no place in a presidential debate. Where does that have any place here? So anyways, so yeah, people are coming for him. Oh, he reacted. Please please like you wouldn't react to somebody being that obnoxious everyone hates being interrupted now take it to the next level and you're getting insulted constantly so 
that's my thoughts there. <sighs> you seem exhausted as well. It's not. I see my. I'm. I'm feeling the same way I felt after the debate because I can. I can care less about Trump. I don't care whether he wins or loses. I like it doesn't. It doesn't impact me. Like it is what it is uh, as far as like Trump. But my worry is just the people that support Trump, because those are the people that are going to impact me. Those are the people well, you're right. going to bump into. So it's a result of him, though. So for you saying if he doesn't win again, I that mean, that doesn't impact you, I mean, it does. It would impact me either way. Let's be real. Right. You said it doesn't impact you. I mean, okay. I don't know what. I was shocked. Me, money, mail, tomato, tomato. Okay. He means uh, does, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't mean does, but I okay. know what I mean. We're confused. You're confused. No, I'm saying that the listeners no, are you're probably confused. also confused. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. I'm just like so irritated. Like even talking about this, I'm like, I really, yeah. And I'm waiting because so me and like some of the guys I hang out with, like we normally uh, talk on Xbox and stuff like that. And we, we don't really hang around political things, but I know a few of them are Trump supporters. And it's just like, it bugs me because I'm like, I really feel, I strongly feel that the only reason you support Trump is one, because he is a bully and you agree with that. Similar reasons as to why people uh, liked Eminem in, in his earlier stages of his career. Because um, Eminem would be the one to call out people, all that stuff. So that's what that's the role that Trump takes and, and a lot of Americans follow that. Follow me. I do. I just disagree with it. And, you know, being a black person and all my life being around white people and, and, you know, different races, but mainly white people, a lot of the white guys I've been around have liked to take on that persona of I'm the asshole. I'm like, I'm like, ah, like that, the Eminem ish vibe of being the jerk or whatever, as if it's the cool thing to do. So here you go having a president that essentially you know embodies what these these guys and these kids imagine like oh my god i love trump because he just says what he wants but the the guy's an idiot it's only because he's relatable for that simple fact just saying what you want is not always acceptable though i mean a perfect example is we all have to have some level of professionalism at our job like no matter what we do for a living so why should it be any different for a president that's that's pathetic like there should be a higher standard there it doesn't matter they don't care and it, and it goes back to same a lot of things that i have issues with trump where it's like he his whole thing was like draining the swamp and in my head i'm like what is he talking about like yeah i get it there's you know, there's corrupt politicians obviously but in my mind i'm like trump has not been like the the greatest guy in his own like field and career so how is he gonna drain a swamp he doesn't even know anything about politics so he goes into office brings in his his own friends and a lot of these guys have been arrested and, and charged with whatever like he's just adding to the swamp like i don't understand it mm -hmm. i don't understand it at all mm -hmm. uh, yeah i just uh, after watching that, I was completely exhausted and just on edge. And I don't know. I don't know. Now, Trump isn't liked for a lot of things, obviously. So this COVID news took everyone for a shock. And guess what is the one of the most liked things of Trump um, as of today since we're recording? What? The tweet about him getting coronavirus. That's funny. <laughs> It's kind of funny. <laughs> well, someone said they were like, oh, wow, Trump tweeted something positive for once. <laughs> he finally tested positive. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So, as you know, as the whole world knows at this point, Trump um, has coronavirus. Um, of course, this is the, the day that this news has come out for us. Um, they ha they say he has mild symptom symptoms, so he's not asymptomatic. And... I told Lauren, like, if anything, I hope that he has the runs. I hope that he's sitting there for a good week or two, just on the toilet, saying, Melania, 
can you get me another toilet paper or, or i don't know how to do how to do his voice but you know she he would tell her or they would have like the butler go and like roll the toilet paper since the Please, butler doesn't want to close. She would look at him with such stink face. Like, oh, yeah, she ain't yourself. doing anything. Shit on yourself, boo. Watch, he's probably gonna be the one that's sick, and she has she's asymptomatic. Uh, <laughs> and she'd just be like enjoying it. God works in mysterious, <laughs> mysterious ways. Mysterious ways, Um. No, like, okay. So I'm all those people. I don't wish people dead like him just because, eh, yeah, he's done a lot of wrong, but it's not my place. Um, so I don't wish that. Uh, I also don't wish it because I don't want Pence for potentially eight years because that's fun. We like start at the new like docket if that happens with him potentially being eight years. So let's not do that. Um, it's one of those where... I see people's different views on it. Like some people are saying, I've seen what this does personally and that, you know, I'm, I definitely hate him like the next person, but I don't think he deserves it. I think saying deserve is strong and that <sighs> like no one deserves to go through that. Um, I look at it this way. Maybe he doesn't deserve a terrible illness, but he deserves a wake up call yeah. but the only problem is i know that with narcissists that'll Won't never matter. happen matter. no matter how sick you get no matter who you lose what you lose in life nothing will actually wake up a, a narcissist so um that's where i'm torn because it's like that's what he really deserves is a wake-up call but it's not gonna happen so i don't know yeah that's that's my thinking so i don't know i kind of it's a catch-22. If he recovers, then his fans will say, oh, see, it was, they'll either say it was a hoax or that it's not that bad. You really don't need the mask. Like, look at that. You can get through it. Whatever. It's like a little sniffle. Um, or if he passes, then uh, we have to deal with the potential of Pence. So, which I don't trust. He's way too quiet. You can't trust the quiet ones. So, those are my thoughts. So it's kind of like we're we're damned if we do, damned if we don't with this situation. But the thing is, uh, it was kind of a matter of time. Like, it's not a shock that he he got it. I mean, think about it. All the rallies, all the stuff he did. Um, I thought he not wearing a mask. Sooner. Right. That's what everyone's saying. Um, the only thing I'll say, because you know me and like conspiracies, um, it's weird timing. Mm -hmm. I just there's something about it that makes you go hmm I don't know like and first of all it's right after you were on stage with Biden so now everybody's worried about him no we're not he tested negative oh his wife oh that just that already, already happened yep already came out dang okay um well there was that <laughs> um and then it's just I don't know it's kind of weird because what after that fail of a debate I don't know. Well, because like, now, because now you got to quarantine for two weeks, so. And that's that's the part where people are wondering if it's fake because. Right. Then are they gonna just proceed as normal and you know election happens on November third, and you know everyone puts their votes in all that stuff, um, or they push it back and let's say you know December third they're like we're gonna have election day, um, which gives enough time for Trump to recover and then debates you know. If, spread out through i don't know yeah i mean too. it could happen because it is it's all about him controlling this clearly he's not going to be okay if he doesn't win he's made that known that he's gonna have an issue and probably try and rig something i don't know so, it's happening right now do you not did you hear the news about texas what the governor's sitting there saying um uh there's gonna be one ballot box for every city or town whatever so like imagine just one place where you have to go to drop off your ballot, your mail-in ballot, in just this town, and then another place in you know the next and town Texas over. Texas is huge. Like, aren't there uh, towns huge? I, I mean, I've, I don't know. I've never been to Texas, but the point is, they're already rigging it for Trump to be more likely to get his vote in because now these people that are far away have to go to one one literal place in this in their town I mean, to go put in their Trump ballot. State, though, to begin with, so I don't get why that's your example my example i'm telling you what's happening in the news okay huh 
that's that's an example of rigging it. That's not even an example. That's but what's happening now. But how is it now. rigging it if it's already a Trump state? It does not matter. At the end of the day, there are more people that dislike Trump than like Trump. Do you understand that? Like this, I at least feel like there's at least sixty forty. Like it just okay. Yeah, there's a bunch of people who regret voting for him and have changed their like, minds. There's a lot more people that great. don't like Trump. So obviously, if Trump's sitting here on the debate stage telling you we may not know for a week, two weeks, whatever, try to discourage people from voting, right. they know something. Mail-in right. voting is giving people a lot more access to putting in their votes. Hmm. Like it's a lot, e- it's a lot more easier. Yeah. Where Joe Biden's like, "Yo, go out and vote." Like, right. it's gonna get hit. Like he, <laughs> Trump's been on his freaking run for the last couple months. Saying this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Trying to get in the Supreme Court that's going to sway in their favor, uh, you know, to further push him to winning. Like, mm-hmm. there's just more and more. Florida, um, the governor there, what, a year or two ago, um, the convicts were able to vote. But then they went and um, they switched it. If you if you didn't pay your your fees or whatever, um, or what, your fines mm-hmm. or something like that. Then you're not able to vote if you're if you're have a felony on your record. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think a whole so. Lot of that's a whole other thing. I think it's ridiculous that if you get out of jail, you can't vote. Sure, I understand when you're in jail, you shouldn't, but because you're paying time and whatever. Um, but once you're out, like the whole, I think it's trash. Won't that, change for a long time. I think that's trash though, because you know, just like people say, oh, voting's a privilege, not a right. I don't get that. It's it should again. I know. Yeah, we've had issues in the past, and it's had to. It's very privileged because of you know who got to vote first and then next and all that. But I feel like it should be a right. It's not gonna happen as an American citizen. Like it doesn't make sense. Isn't that part of the whole freedom and like all that? So I don't know. I just I think that's a trash not system. Going to happen because it's going to benefit more of the Democrats like, than the Republicans. So it's less likely to happen. Didn't we see a video recently that said there were countries that like you were automatically registered to vote like just because you live. Yep. Um, kind of like your social security number. I'm like that's genius. Yep. That's exactly how it should be. It's not going to happen here. Like, yeah, if you guys are interested, there's a video on Vox that breaks down voting. Like, why do you have to register to vote? Like, think about that. You, They have everything else on me. They have the birth certificate, marriage certificate, social security number. They, they know I'm an entity. They are well aware I'm a citizen. Why is this not a thing? Like, why? I mean, why do you have to register? I mean, it's pretty obvious. I know, but it's it's just I corrupt. Mean, same reason as to why you don't have the day off to go out and True, vote. that on a Tuesday instead of like a Saturday like other countries. Like, yeah. yeah. I uh, It's pretty obvious. It should be a national holiday, but yeah, of course it's not going to be. I don't know. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, at the end of all this <sighs> The only reason like I get it. You know, Joe Biden and Trump, they're not anyone's pick. Oh, well, unless you're a, a Trump person. But if you're voting for Joe Biden, you're probably like, eh, it's nothing exciting. You're just doing it because you're tired of this. I'm tired of waking up and, and you know, you guys know I'm, I'm, I've am I'm been doing investing for like the past year now. And like in the investment world, the way everyone views it, whenever Trump has his, his uh, little conversations at the White House uh, where he goes out and talks um, to give some type of update, Everyone's the market's always like flat or it's uh, going downwards where it's like mm, we don't know what he's gonna say. Let's let's pull our money out. Like it's a it's a gamble. <laughs> like you don't have that issue with with Obama's presidency. Like it was just quiet. Like it was just there was no there's none of these issues. Um, and that's what I want to get back to, and I'm sure a lot of people want to get back to is not having to worry about what the president is saying and doing and tweeting. And I just want it to be silent, like dog, do your job, do whatever. Like I. Uh, and when you have to speak at press conferences, you can speak well. And you're not putting people down and name calling. Like I don't understand you people. Like you, you those people that like Trump for that. It's uh, it's ridiculous. I don't find it funny. That's it's not stupid. cool. Like, if you like Trump for that, what? Are you, do you just wish you could, like, call your coworkers' names and, like, and say shit to your boss, like, fate in their face? Like, is that, like, come on, you're not doing that stuff at work either. You know better. You know you'd lose your job. 
So if that's the case, clearly this is wrong. <sighs> Any who's it's it's been a half hour of that. Uh, Let's move on. So we've been giving you guys updates on this uh, Dr. Dre divorce situation. And it turns out that Dr. Dre has won his legal battle against his wife. Um, and he won't have to pay $1.5 million to his ex-wife. Oh, I thought it was $2 million. Uh, this article will go through that, I believe. I'm looking at, at Complex. Um, so, a judge has rejected Dr. Dre's estranged wife, Nicole Young's, request for $1.5 million to pay for various expenses, such as security. What the heck? <laughs> um, the judge also dismissed her request to expedite Dre paying uh paying out five million for her lawyer fees uh young's lawyers were in court on thursday urging the judge to accept 1.5 million claim for security since she's getting death threats she's getting death threats because of the enormous amount she asked for like put it together Um, oh my gosh Part of the reason why the judge rejected her request is because she let her security team go, which Dre was already paying for. She alleged that Dre has been controlling and wanted to bring on her own security, saying Dre warned her that he would fire the security if they didn't do what he said. Dre's lawyer told the judge that the hip-hop mogul is inclined to pay Young's expenses, including security, which the judge accepted. Um, Young's lawyers are also urged also urged the judge to advance the hearing regarding five regarding the five million, their attorney fees, uh, wanting it to be moved from January to this month. However, the judge said no. <laughs> no. So my thought is, she wanted this one point five million to go to her pocket, um, and that's why she's she's trying to call this like whole thing here, with um. With like making an excuse where oh you know it's his security team like I don't want them following me because he's too controlling and this and that <sighs> like it's it's all money at the end of the day yep um so it seems like I don't think anything has come from that two million that she requested that we talked about a few weeks ago um well yeah clearly I feel like yeah nothing's happened with that one all around it sounds like she lost. Dr. Dre responded to her that $2 million claim, saying this all seems like the wrath of an angry person being uh, excavated by opportunistic Exas- lawyers. Exacerbated. Exacerbated by opportunist lawyers. Opportunistic lawyers. Um, and he also revealed that he already paid the $5 million in lawyer fees for Young uh, for the divorce. So. Sheesh. It's a, it's a spicy battle. I'm gonna say that one, and I don't think she's owed anything, but that's just my take. I just think it's really extra what she's asking for. Yeah. Again, there's average people who go through divorces and don't even get what they should, like with kids and like all this stuff. Like, there's people that really get screwed, you know, and just trying to survive or something like that. I mean, we're talking millions and millions. Like, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. I can't. Now, um, you wanted to talk about this, this whole thing going on with Demi Lovato. Speaking of splits. So, I have updates. So, last week, um, I referenced how Demi Lovato and her ex-fiance, Max, I forget his last name. A-Rich? A- a- I don't know how you say it. E-H-R-I-C-H. A-Rich? Eh, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. But... Her and the ex-fiance, we talked a little bit about last week. Um, and, you know, I just felt bad for Demi because, you know, it's been a, a rough road. But uh, didn't have too much information. It was just kind of, like, quiet. Like, they stopped posting stuff. And then there was an article that said they split. So, that's all I knew. Um, since then, stuff's been coming out from, like, both sides. And I just find it interesting. Um it the first thing i knew is that she had called it off because she felt the pressure of impending marriage and she like it was too much to handle kind of thing but now it seems he's just like a manipulator and we don't like that <laughs> so 
Um, da -da -da -da. So she said it was very hurtful to Demi when she realized that Max's intentions weren't genuine, adding that breaking off the engagement was not an easy decision. Um, another insider explained that one of the stumbling blocks for the couple was going back to their regular lives after spending the entirety of the pandemic together. Because they did. They got together, I think, in March. So, um, Debbie and Max were basically together 24-7 for months. They lived in a bubble with zero stress. And everything was just fun. Um, and then Max shot up in fame and it's been hard. He got wrapped up in Hollywood. Um... This feeling was further confirmed for Lovato after fans resurfaced an old social media comment he left for... Oh, is this the same? I don't know if this is the same ad. Um, he left for Selena Gomez that said, Marry me now, and another one to Ariana Grande calling her my wife. Lovato responded at the time by calling the comments fake. However, a source soon um, after uh, said he was just trying to further his career by using her name behind her back. Um, which I saw because, like, I went digging. There was, like, this Twitter thread that had, like, a lot. It was a lot. And, yeah, this guy for years, years, was, like, obsessed with, like, all these celebrities, like Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, Ariana Grande, like, and just trying to be like, oh, will you be my wife? I want to marry you. Marry me now. Like, all this, like, just creepy, like, comments on all of their stuff. Mm-hmm just trying to like get a leg up and what's interesting is demi fell for it and then here we are so um he then another article um is his response so apparently he's a a star in the young and the restless i think that's a soap opera um, he does have some sort of stardom. He's not a complete, uh, like, nobody. But at the same time, he's obviously not the level that Demi is. So I still personally look at it as he was using her. But now he wants to spin it, of course. Um, he said, it's just the craziest thing. This is the most bizarre experience that I hope no one ever has to experience ever because no, per no person deserves to feel this way. Then he dragged two of Ariana Grande's exes, Pete Davidson and Mac Miller, into his drama. Um, said Pete Davidson didn't deserve to feel this way. Uh, you think he wrote that text to Mac Miller, open your eyes, calculated PR stunt, but my team is going to hate me for saying any of this. And then speaking directly to Lovato, he continued, I hope this makes you happy. Enjoy. You just lost someone you lo who loved you fully, completely, infinitely for everything. Um, then he took aim at, she just released, um, a song, Still Have Me, which I love it. Um, and I say go girl. She literally released it on Instagram before, like, her team even had the time to put it on, like, streaming platforms. I was like, okay, go you. Um, but now it's on streaming platforms, so stream it, guys. Um, but... Yeah, he said, I thought I found the real deal. Now I found out that I was used, he claimed. But I hope the song is number one because you know what? If that's what someone wants in the material world, here you go. You can have it. So, I don't know. Personally, I believe more of her. I know we never really know with relationships. Um, but based on the stuff he's kind of done in the past to try and get a leg up, he just seemed like he was just trying to land anybody uh, remotely successful, attractive, you know, easy to kind of be with, that kind of thing. So, I don't know. I would believe he's a manipulator and kind of screwed this up and she just opened her eyes. Yeah, it sounds like he's just one of those like random guys that comment on Instagram at every cute girl he sees, and he's like, "Yo, I love you. You look great. This and that." And um, I'm not sure how him and Demi Lovato met, but like, yeah, he's like, "Man, I got in. I'm gonna be rich." Well, yeah, and, and so therefore, yeah. it also does not surprise me that he proposed so quickly. Mm -hmm. Think so about I, it. I gotta it was lock like this down. It was like after three or four months. I gotta lock this bad boy down. And so. Right, exactly, because it's like, oh, and I mean, honestly, she'd probably be smart enough to get a prenup, but still, like, it was one of those where, yeah, I mean, why why wouldn't you, you know what I mean? If, if that's what you're seeking this person for, is for fame and money and whatever, mm -hmm. you know, why wouldn't you do, pull out all the stops? So, I find that so discouraging because it just goes to show this is why so many women have such a hard time in the dating world 
Yeah. Like, what the heck? Well, because, again, it was that image, right? That image of, oh, everybody wanted their relationship because they seemed so stinking adorable. But, like, look it. Look it. <laughs> it's so frustrating. It's tough. When you're um, a successful person, no matter if you're, like, a guy or girl, like, it's it's tough finding someone um, because that person really has to be of equal, like, level. Right. Um yeah this is like the issue here where it's like this guy was a nobody yeah he was on a show but like what i feel like i knew young investors back in the days but i don't who watches that i never heard anyone say i watch this um yeah i feel like the cult following of like soap operas are the older generation yeah but yeah yeah it's tough i'm not surprised when you see like I feel like you see it a lot more with women because um, men, I feel like, are more just risk takers. But a lot more successful women, like, don't, like, marry or, like, they, yeah, they don't plan on getting in relationships. And they just stay old, like, until they find someone that's of equal right. level. Well, I feel like it's because see. we feel like we have more to lose. Like, we've worked so freaking hard to be, like, independent, successful, like, seen as that. Mm-hmm taken seriously True. and so i feel like yeah it's like come on you're not trying to have some screwed up guy just come in and ruin it all like i hate that i hate that i just hate again how it just goes to show you never know like when people are posting everything mm-hmm. you never know if it's all la di da and it's like i hope but it just wow it just all kind of exploded out of nowhere I don't know. So that's the update there. But um, she deleted. I went on her Instagram. She deleted all posts with him. There was a caption she had with the marshmallow song, the okay to not be okay, where like he was like in a video like proposing to her and she shows this like big fake ring and like uh, the caption used to be like, oh, sorry, marshmallow, you know, but Max got to me first or whatever. Now the caption's just like, oh, like so much love for you or something like that. I'm just like, wow, I don't blame you, girl. Go through, just, you know, erase it like it never happened. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that's the update there. Maybe it'll still develop. Who knows? Yeah. So. Um the next thing which is like some surprising news and i didn't know what was happening um which was chrissy teigen and john legend i didn't realize chrissy was pregnant yeah with their um, third kid oh they, i didn't even know they had a third kid <laughs> i didn't two. know they had other kids they have a boy and a girl because you always just imagine them just being like single and living life I never realized that. You never saw them ever have kids? I've You've never done. seen their kids? I don't really? follow them on Instagram. Their kids, like oh my God, so, like mini John, like that, the 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 genes there. Um, as you're finding that, I'm going to, yeah. So, unfortunately, they, Chris Teigen had a miscarriage. Um, and yeah, like. That's their kids. Yeah, I can see the kid, the son, and I feel like the daughter looks more like Chrissy. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Look, look at that. Yeah, My God, kid. it's a mini John. All right, continue. Um, and yeah, so their their kid, his name's Shaq. I don't really like touch talking about this because yeah, it's just it's like a situation. <laughs> like, but that's the problem. Uh, that's the problem here. So ironically enough, and I I don't want to butcher this. I believe it's called. October is infant and child loss month or something like that. Infant and baby. I, I'm going to look it up because I don't want to. What? You tell me babies that are born in October are more likely to die? No. No. It's like everything else we have a month for. Like last month was PCOS uh, month. Like it's bringing it's not, awareness. It's breast cancer awareness month. Yes. It's also. Exactly. Exactly. I was um, going to say like, damn, I'm a blessing. Mom needs to know that. No. <laughs> Shoot. Babe. Um... <laughs> Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. I have never heard that. Oh, look at first declared by President Ronald Reagan on October fifteenth, nineteen eighty-eight. Oh, look at five that. years before you were born. Exactly. He's like, a boy will be born on this day uh, five years from now. But okay, so that's what it's called. And I just—it's ironically enough, she just went through this a couple days ago, and then we're in this month about it. But 
you saying you're uncomfortable and don't even want to talk about it is exactly why it has to be talked about. So, babe, as a woman... I'm just saying it it just sucks. It sucks that you're... I I mean, It hasn't happened. I haven't been in a situation, obviously. Right, right. But to imagine, you know... Grant, I'm happy that it's... Well... Okay, I'm, I'm trying to like not butcher this. I'm okay, going to say don't say something stupid. I'm going to say, <laughs> and and my putting my shoes in this situation, putting myself in this situation. If let's say we were having a kid and everything, and like things were like we were looking forward to it, we had like the room set up, like all this stuff, mm-hmm. and like you have that like build up for like that whole right. nine months and doctor visits and everything's going well or, and or everything. Less. I don't we, think she was nine months. You get what I mean. You just have that build up and yep. just like that that well yeah like those feelings of joy and I can't wait to meet this person and all this stuff. Plus, not to mention the woman carrying it. You have that like yes. physical soul like bond. Yes. And then, yeah, it gets taken away from you. And I'm not saying like not to talk about it, but it's just it's a tough situation, and I don't feel I'm equipped to talk about it. You're not exactly so <laughs> um, i don't have much really so add here here's just the thing sucks. here's the thing i guess in that sense i'm not equipped like he said to talk about it because obviously i've never been through it myself um however i do think it's something as a woman important to talk about because then it makes the stigma less one in four people lose an infant or a pregnancy one in four it's a very common thing to happen, and that includes miscarriages, stillborn, um, or newborn loss. Um, it's one of those things where, I mean, one of my worst fears is having a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. That's like, it's just built into me. Um, however, it's one of those things that you realize, like, I never realized how many people I know that have had miscarriages until people started talking about it more. Um and that's not to say that it's any less tragic or traumatic, but I think there could be comfort in knowing you probably have people you can talk to and console in close to you that have been through it. And that whether it's helping you physically recover or mentally, emotionally, whatever, and just have support. And I think that's what's important here is this it's wrapping people who are fragile in support and love Mm -hmm. because obviously this is something you're honestly you're never going to completely heal from you're never going to completely forget you're never going to forget um it's one of those things that everybody always says like you just learn to live with it yeah it's like any other kind of death you just you never completely are whole again of like feeling like that didn't happen it's just there. Um, you know, I have friends who they still celebrate the little birthdays of the little ones that passed. Um, you know, obviously there's people who have like whole funerals. Like there's a whole, it's a whole thing. Um, and yeah, so I think it's really important to talk about it. Make it okay to talk about it. And I, you know, I talked to, I, I have a friend who's a doula. She, she made an interesting point that it's hard, obviously, but almost she doesn't agree with the fact that people feel like they need to wait until the three month mark, the 12 weeks to say they're pregnant publicly because it's the stigma again of in the first 12 weeks you is when you're more likely to miscarry in your pregnancy if you're going to. And therefore, if you don't announce you're pregnant to the public and maybe only like a few family members or whatever, then you don't have to deal with the whole, well, I was. Here's the thing with that. I go back and forth because I don't know how I would react, how I'll feel if I'll want to wait 12 weeks, if I won't. But part of me is like, yeah, it is kind of a bummer because then you think, like you say, hey, I was though pregnant. I was, and now nobody knows this part of me like i have to i have to hide this part of me and bury it down as if it's something to be ashamed of and that's where it gets worse and the stigma is just there and it's like well no if if you were happy and you told the people at 6 weeks that you were pregnant and then at 8 weeks it happened 
also it opens the door to more people being there for you and and showing their true colors if that's going to happen but Mm -hmm. just i i think it could be more powerful if people knew you were pregnant and lost because it's life it's normal life and this shows it doesn't discriminate these are rich celebrities and it still happens you can have the best health care the best everything and it it doesn't always save you um i know that they she was in the hospital for a few days i know like it was she was losing a lot of blood and so she was having blood transfusions and stuff like that was happening so i'm not exactly sure the cause but something happened there Mm-hmm. I also don't know exactly how far along she was. Obviously, any of it's traumatic. If you lose a baby at six weeks, at 36 weeks, or newborns, whenever, it's still going to be awful, um, and it's valid. But, um, yeah, so that's my thoughts there. Um, in addition, people seem to be having a real issue that she posted some black and white pictures. To this, I respond. First of all, everybody grieves differently and so however you're going to do that is valid and that's it's if it helps you awesome um i will say i've heard and seen even like in tv shows and and real life and all this uh when you lose a baby you give birth to a little baby who is no longer alive they do actually suggest you take a few pictures whether it's like with all of you, the three of you or whatever to commemorate because obviously those are all you will have. So as devastating as it is and as awful you will look in the pictures because you'll be sobbing and everything, they say to do that because then at least you have that as an opportunity. You know, maybe you won't want to look at them for six months or a year, but they're there. Um, In addition, again, I think her posting the pictures... It's real. Sure. People look at it as, oh, you're a celebrity. Why are you Instagramming and all this stuff? Again, I think it kind of breaks down the stigma. It makes it more real. It probably helped some mothers that have gone through this. And, and you know, we're like, I relate to that. That was me. And, you know, now more people are going to understand that this really does happen. So, and it's not like she was posting anything wrong. Like I don't. So I don't know your your thoughts. I'm not equipped for this conversation. Um, no, but like I mean, on I, that part, I think it's stupid that people feel entitled. I I was even surprised that like because I assume like you know maybe like a few hours after this happened they had to like announce that they lost the baby. Like I'm like damn, at least give you guys some like you know a bit of uh, like reprieve and break and then do it. But like. Right. They, you're not even. Uh, I learned this growing up, and I say this to you all the time. But I really, we're in a world where people just feel like they're entitled to so much. Yeah. An instant, instant gratification. And I, I learned growing up and taught myself that I'm like, oh, also my mom taught me that like, you're not entitled to anything. If someone gives you something, it you know, be happy for it, all that stuff. But like people to sit there for, for the simplest things to be like you know why is the photo black and white like show us something like like dog, they, i'm surprised they're sharing like you should be happy that they're even sharing a, a this you know emotional part of their life to to the whole world mm-hmm. like there's so there's so, so much entitlement like in the world and it's so annoying um especially when these situations happen that people just feel like they need to be a part of that business and it it doesn't make sense and so she tweeted afterwards, she said, driving home from the hospital with no baby, how can this be real? And that was it. That's the last we've heard of from her, obviously. Yeah. But I, oof, oof. Need a break? And I, like, I would take I, a vacation somewhere with the kids and just like. I have a friend of mine who lost their newborn uh, after giving birth a couple days later. And, um, like she you know she took a picture of that and she's like i know this feeling all too well like i can't imagine that happening and i'm getting i'm very like emotional right now <laughs> i'm like Ugh. i feel shaken up inside um so yeah and i also more props to them because to be quite honest 
it's hard for anybody, but I feel like it would be even harder if you already have kids. Because now you have to talk to your kids. And now you have to explain what happened. And they're going to be upset too. And it's it's that it's that taking on the parenting role when all you want to do is sob and be, you know, in bed 24-7. I just... And given, sure, they're celebrities, so they might have help. But still, like, for average people. Mm-hmm. Oof. So... I'm very sorry for, sorry for the loss. That's so, that's too much. Yeah. But um, it is common. As upsetting as it is, it's common. If you've been through it, you're definitely not alone. Um, and also, if you miscarried, nothing's your fault. I know everybody says that. I know that it's probably annoying to hear, but it was, it, you know, not your fault. So... Also, people, if you're trying to help people grieve and people through the process, there are some sayings you should never say to people, such as never say, well, you could always have more. And, um, you know, at least you have these kids if they already have kids. (laughs) And no, literally, people are dumb. They think that's helpful. And (sighs) and just all that. So, like. Just shut your mouth if you have if you're not gonna be smart about it. There are some sayings you shouldn't say to people grieving the loss of a child. (sighs) All right. Um so we're gonna wrap this bad boy up with some relationship advice topic. Now I wasn't really thinking after uh, you know, after putting this after the the John Lynch and Chris Teagan thing, so my bad. What did you do? It's not that crazy, but uh Oh gosh. Hopefully this is not inappropriate. Eh, not really but it's uh, it depends okay um so this one is about a boyfriend that keeps lying uh telling people that him and his girlfriend have a baby the boyfriend is 23 oh sorry the boyfriend is 24 and his girlfriend is 23 so she says so this kind of started off as a joke but my boyfriend is starting to take it too far and i'm getting anxious we both want kids but have talked about how we definitely want to wait until we are both older and more financially stable one day he started making offhand comments about our future baby violet for example his sister had a baby last year and he'd say uh stuff like the outfit would look cute on violet I went along with it uh, because it felt harmless at the time. We're both working from home due to the pandemic and share a room for our office. I've heard him uh, make comments to his coworkers about how Violet kept him up all night and stuff like that. When I asked him about it, he said they know he's joking and that it's becoming his go-to joke for when he's hungover or up all night gaming. I thought it was weird, but decided to believe him since uh, it was only a handful of times. Boy, She goes on to say, however, the other day I found a pacifier in our closet under some dirty clothes. My first thought was it was there um, somehow from his niece. So, but uh, I messed up, but she's never been over here. Um... I asked my boyfriend about it, and he said it must be a leftover from the last tenant. And she's like, question mark. Anyways, I don't know if I'm overreacting or what, but this is starting to make me uncomfortable. I really don't want uh, kids right now, and it feels like he's basically made up a child to everyone. How do I approach him about this that doesn't make either of us look like a weirdo? Even though I think he's kind of being the one... Or right now. <sighs> so, I was right. It was inappropriate after we just talked about that. Yeah, well, it's not the greatest timing. Bruh. You know what? Bruh. Don't judge me. Bruh. Because um, here's the thing. You, you shouldn't fake having a kid or having a pregnancy. So, this is something, like, in the past few years, especially people have, like, made known on April Fool's Day, don't do the whole like fake pregnancy test thing just because again once again now not only the losses but how hard some people try to get pregnant and can't uh it's not appropriate it's just not so um 
Faking a whole ass baby is is weird. That's weird. I, d- I don't agree with that. Um, I don't know what to tell you. Just tell him to stop. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't have gone along with it this long. So, ugh. it's not funny. Like, okay, you made a joke one time, maybe like, oh, kept him up all night to say that you were hungover. Okay. But then like this became the thing. I don't know. And in front of people, that's the thing. Like, it's not even between the two of you. Because I feel like couples, yeah, they have their own weird jokes. But, like, if you're legitimately using this as an excuse. See, it is a thing. I can I can understand it as a joke to your colleagues. Um, to an extent, of course. All the time? Like- to, an, as a, to an extent. Because I can say, like, you know, I can say, Missy, the dog. I can say, yo, man, Missy kept me up all night. Like, I'm so tired, so drained. And, like, okay, but at least we have that. the dog. I mean, people can make a joke that they have, like, a fake daughter. I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's weird. Yeah, to keep it ongoing, you're doing one of two things. You're, one, trying to subliminally force, you know, force tell, or however you want to call it, your girlfriend that you want to have a baby. And she's not for that. She clearly says she wants to be financially stable and, and when you're older. Completely oh, understand. Feel that. Um yeah 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 the co-worker thing is weird when i think about it like maybe close friends well what i'm saying i feel like between you two it makes sense but then outside of that it's weird like Like, everybody has their own couple like insiders and stuff like we'll go like me and you we'll go back i'm not sure if we would say like close because i don't know that seems extreme to me (laughs) but like we'll we'll go back and say like i want you know how it's gonna feel like when we have kids or something like that or like um I don't know. We'll like we'll like name different things that like, huh? Will this be a cool experience? Like, what are your thoughts on it? So like, between us, sure, I can understand it. But that's also we're we're like talking about the future. Like we're not. Uh, yeah. It's different. We're I envisioning and we're like trying to like. I'm trying to shoot this guy. Say, oh, how help. would you do this or etc. Well, buddy, you're on your own. I don't know. What to do. <laughs> don't worry, um, I I wouldn't say this is a breakup reason at all, it's but just, I would. It's just weird though. Yeah. Yeah, it's something you have to sit sit down with your boyfriend and say like you're making me uncomfortable can you stop like saying this and uh, it reminds me of funny. like the boy who cried wolf because it's like then like you're gonna keep saying it and so then when you have a kid people won't believe you and the next part that worries me is like is this a joke or again is this just a way of him like getting it into her head and then right. you know one day they're you know doing the thing and you know, depending on if they're using condoms or not, you know, and depending on if she's on birth control or not, you know, and then, you know. Then, you know, you know. You know and then Guys, little, drinking game. And then a little, Rewind 20 seconds, and every time he says, you know, take a shot. Know, and then a little spooshy sploosh. And a oh, little, my gosh. Stop you know, it. you know. Every episode. Why lately? You're ending every episode, and it has to be, like, sexual and weird. I don't know. Um, Sir. But, How do we get there? We talk about politics and celebrity stuff and sad stuff, and then he just goes there. I'm just saying, like, cause that's 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 where my mind would go with this, like, where this person's kind of like subliminally like pushing me that way because of how they mm-hmm. are. So, like, that's just my thought um, reading this, mm-hmm. and I think it's kind of past the joke. It kind of like you're, mm-hmm. the joke is getting played out. Um, yeah. And yeah, I tell him to chill on it. I'm not for it, and if he doesn't, I cut you. Um, you okay. gotta add some threats to let him know it's real. Um, okay. 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 You agree? No. <laughs> okay. Oh God, I'm wrapping this one up. Her eyes opened when you said, you- "Oh, now they're back closed." She's right, hold been, up, hold up. She's been passed out, and then you said wrapping it up. She's like, "Hold Did up." You say the magic words. Oh, oh, look at her head. Look at her head. Look at. <laughs> He's like, hold up. Here. He's getting ready to end this podcast. And I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm ready to I'm be snuggled and played. Make my interest. Make my uh. Make myself known that I'm here, guys. She's thinking about it. Uh, um. <laughs> all right, guys. But we're gonna wrap this bad boy up. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really shout out the Etsy shop. I'm gonna take a chill pill on it. But if you do no, want to check out Etsy shop, we have good feelings. A apparel. new Halloween shirt, which is adorable. You need yeah. to go check out. Yeah, it's like, based on no, pop smoke. You, yeah, so you need to go check it out. So I mean, good feeling apparel I'm on just Etsy. Tell you what it is. 
It's uh so if you guys are familiar with Pop Smoke Mood Swings, um the song that's killing it on Twitter, um where it's like Shorty's little baddie, Shorty my little boot thing. So we did a Halloween version of that, and yeah, it's really dope. I like it. I like it a lot. And if I was a girl, I'd probably wear it. But it seems kind of more of like a girly type of shirt. Whatever. <sighs> but check it the out. Shirts that I, that I do love. I do love this. The pro black, pro pro uh, LGBT, like pro sex worker. Pro like I I love that shirt. Guys, check that out. That yeah, is a work of that, art. Check it out. Um, another shirt I want to work on, which I'm not sure if it will be up by this time. But I want to make a shirt. I've been seeing this a lot. Um, I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. I've been seeing that a lot, and I really want to make my own like shirt design off this. So that's uh, another one in the process. Just a behind the scenes idea there for you. Um, with that being said, I'm gonna wrap this bad boy up. I'm ready to go on and live my life. Um, and anything else? Nope. All right, guys. With that being said, once again, I'm Shadell, co-host of Patient of Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife, Lauren. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Peace out. That was a Titan Cast episode.